All right. Let's get in the top shop. <laughs> top shot. God. Let's talk some top shot. It's the dumbest fucking thing. So it is, and I dived into it. <laughs> no! Grant, no! Uh, uh, how much have you spent? I don't want to say. Okay, well, wait. Were they... Weren't you guys saying you don't gamble? What is uh, what is this? Well, this is what yeah. reminded me of it. Between talking about NBA <laughs> stuff and talking about mm-hmm. that, um, yeah, it is what virtual video trading cards, correct? Yeah, that are limited and backed by crypto technology, essentially to to provide authenticity. Yes, you get limit. You there are only limited amounts of basically youtube clips yep of plays <laughs> uh, in the yep. nba correct there are only a hundred copies of uh-huh. this layup by yep. <laughs> og ananobi like, in a losing they game. sound like loot yes. boxes they yes. sound like loot boxes <laughs> they are yes uh, oh man i mean i can't i'm not cards. Really yeah. I was going to say the only reason I'm not hating is because or I can't like talk any shit is because I bought so many trading cards in, but, over yeah. the years. It's it's yeah, they're trying to be the the new high tech trading card. I don't know if they're like, trying yeah. to at this point. It's kind of taking off. <laughs> it's like kind of going crazy. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> no. Yeah. Because the, the basketball podcast I listen to like. They've been getting in. They have a segment, like not on like their main feed or anything. But that's like, how I knew like, you were aware of it because I also listened to that podcast from time. Yes. To time. <laughs> okay. Good. Oh man. We. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hello. And John Hines. Hi there. And we are back to talk some video games for yet another week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we're going to dig right into it. Uh, I, I know this isn't like news news per se, but uh, we, you know, there was the first Nintendo, like official full Nintendo Direct yeah. in a while. And I know we've talked about some of those like Nintendo Direct minis or the the indie showcases. I forget what the exact names are all the time, but like the indie world showcases, I think is what they're called. Sounds but, right. Yeah, this is like kind of the first, like kind of more Nintendo first party focused, even though there's there was some third party stuff, too. But uh, yeah, we'll get into something. John checked out actually one of the demos that dropped like during the or right after the uh, presentation. But uh, I guess we'll just kind of just bounce some. What, what did you guys think of the Nintendo Direct or any like one highlight each or whatever? Yeah. So generally, I, I was into it. I mean, I, there's other things that could have appealed more directly to me. Of course, everyone could say that when they watch a Nintendo Direct. But the difference is right. I don't go online and scream about it. Um, <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but it's like whatever happens, happens. Yes, yeah. exactly. And you just kind of you, you lay back and you just like absorb the Nintendo Direct and you get the nostalgia from when. Iwata used to do those and mm-hmm. you think of better times yeah, but big time yeah. um but speaking of those times my favorite thing that i was excited about that got announced is the legend of zelda skyward sword hd Ooh, because yeah. Ooh, i thought you were gonna take mine so nope. i'm glad you're going a different direction yep <laughs> no i want to i want to put my my sword down on this one because skyward sword's an excellent game mm-hmm. and everyone should know it 
Uh, it's a the, pretty good game. No, from it's what a, I've played. It's a, sorry, it's an excellent game. You get another opportunity to see how excellent it is. It's well, very, I don't know if that's going to be the case for me, but but continue. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's spicy. Look, they have the button options now. You don't even have yeah. to use a Wiimote anymore. Come on. What's going on? That's, you got both. Yeah. You got both, which is really cool. Yeah. I do appreciate that you have like the motion control options, which was definitely probably the main complaint of this game. Yeah. Like being on the Wii, even with the Wii Motion Plus, like it... It really just, at least for me, I had a hard time like registering. Like it just got frustrating to the point where I was like, "I'm, I'm done." You know, definitely will I've, give that there were frustrating moments yes, <laughs> using yeah. Motion Plus, and and not in the design itself, but just in like the okay, I got to slash my sword in a very specific direction, mm-hmm. and like my Wii remote, at least in my personal experience, wasn't registering properly. But mm-hmm. the Joy Cons seem to have a much more accurate. Um, I don't know, mo- gyro controls or whatever. But on top of that, you also have the option. It seems like they added a whole button, like kind of joystick sword control to this Skyward Sword mode mm-hmm. or Skyward Sword re-release. And it, that's that's honestly what I've been hoping for, for ever since yes. I probably replayed it for the second time. And yeah, like the first time I played it was when it was brand new. And like I Same. was like had that yeah. shine on it. And, you know, I was willing to like... I don't know, put up with any faults that it may have had control-wise. But, yep. like, I still maintain that it probably is one of my top, like, favorite Zeldas like, yeah. of the group. But, like, it, when I went back to play it and to see if that, like, statement still held true, like, I probably made it maybe a third of the way through Uh-oh. the game before <laughs> well, it's got a it's got a really long intro it does. from what i remember like you got to kind of slog a slow for pace a few hours before things get going yep. but it's it's also like it's harder to like leave that game and come back yeah to that. Mm-hmm. so like i think when it first came out you know i was playing it straight through i wasn't playing yep. anything else and like yep. when i was replaying it i was like Ah, there's a lot of like I I want to play other things, and so like I I I always thought like you know what if they ever re-release it without motion controls, like something that is like a little bit easier to pick up. Like yep. I've I've always been looking forward to it, so like that's what I've been hoping for, and I'm I'm actually really excited that it's coming out like this. Totally co-sign on those statements. I would like to try out with button controls. And I will say that I think Skyward Sword stands out amongst Zeldas by having one of the better stories of, yes. of the Zelda games. Easily. And, like, and that's not necessarily a high bar. Like, There's not a ton of story in a lot of other <laughs> Zeldas. But I think they did a really good job with character development in this one. And there's yes. fun side characters like like our dude Groose. Groose. So, like, the greatest character in any Zelda game. I don't know if I even made it that far. Oh. It, I, it's it's possible that I'm just forgetting that character's name. Oh. It's very possible. <laughs> Gru- I, I would say I, I got decently deep. I, I would say probably about what you said, John, like a third of the way through when you were saying on your on your second go around. The dungeons are real good. The dungeons are and, excellent. Everything. And the overworld is really cool yes. too. That's one thing that it kind of stood out to me is I remember there being a little more interactivity in the overworld. Yeah. Like a, not so much huge puzzle solving, but like you can see some of the Breath of the Wild DNA yes. in there. You know, there's a little oh, yeah. bit more. It's not just getting from point A to point B. I mean, it is, but you're doing like some swinging on ropes and vines yep. and finding it, you're, you're doing a little kind of fun platforming stuff here and there. Yep. Love it. Yeah. And and I'm not like not excited about it. I just I don't think I am going to drop like 60 bucks on this. Like if, if it drops down in price, 
maybe I'll pick it up, but it's not one that it, personally I feel like I, I, I'm kind of glad that I've let go a little bit of that. Like, I got to get the new AAA Nintendo game. Like, there's certain like the Mario's I'm I'm a sucker. But even oh, the yeah. Zelda's I'm like, ah, I, I could probably I, I'm not going to play a 50 hour game. I just kind of know mm-hmm. I kind of know myself at this point. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Yeah. And, and speaking of, you know, even though I'm not going to play a 50 hour game, I'm definitely going to put more than 50 hours into Mario Golf because yep. I am when they announced Mario Golf. Like I, I was we were talking in the discord a little bit and I was saying like, oh, nothing really exciting me. And like as soon as I sent that, they announced the Mario Golf game. Um, and, and, you know, it's I just I've had a ton of fun with the Mario Golf franchise oh, in the yeah. past with pretty much every entry oh, yeah. in the series. Um, and I'm just assuming this is going to be more of the same with hopefully a nice fleshed out online mode. That's, you know. I don't even necessarily need that. That'll just be a bonus. But like, even if this is just kind of the Mario tennis aces version of Mario golf, which I think it will be, I will. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of thinking that too, especially with that speed mode that they yeah. looked like they were like that arcade speed mode that they were throwing into the mix. I yeah. was like, okay, this looks like I- I'm into this. So. As long as the story mode isn't the Mario tennis aces. I story think it will mode. be. <laughs> that was a terrible story mode, to be fair. Yeah, we were talking about that before you jumped on, yeah, John. I think it will be. And like, yeah, that that story mode was terrible. Although, to be to be fair, if there's enough courses and like because that was my only gripe with the 3DS version of Mario Golf. I forget what the game was actually called, but like it was kind of limited on the courses. There were a bunch of nine hole courses instead of 18 hole courses right. like it was just a li- I, I felt a little bit lacking where like if this one just kind of fixes that one small gripe, like I, I, I just love the Mario Golf games. It's, mm-hmm. And it seemed like I just like the presentation. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about this one for sure. Mm-hmm. It's just been like, yeah, I've been disappointed ever since there hasn't been another Camelot Mario Golf. Like they made the best version of that game and then never made it ever again. Yeah. Like you had the, <laughs> what the Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Advance versions yep. both yeah. had real story modes. Yep. And RPG, RPG mechanics. Elements. Yeah. Like, oh, so fun. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. You guys are looking for more than me, I think. Cause I, I've actually never played those. So I, I just have like oh, the, the, more like the I, the arcadey experiences on the consoles, I guess, for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah, and the um, N sixty four Mario Golf I enjoyed, but yeah, man, just wanted just want a little bit more. Yep, I feel that. Yeah, and and there does seem to be a story mode here, but it might be more mm-hmm. of the three DS style, yeah. or like you said, <laughs> maybe more of the the Mario tennis style. So yeah, not holding my breath. Yeah, but uh, I know you checked out one of the things from the presentation, but was there anything before we get into that, John, that you that kind of stood out or do you want to get right into what you checked out or oh, I just have my perpetual heartbreak of Metroid Prime Four not <laughs> getting yeah. any or any Metroid like or ugh. anything from Retro Studios because part of me was like, well, maybe if they're not doing Metroid, maybe they're secretly started another Donkey Kong Country. Well, no, no they restarted no, they, development on yeah, they got handed Prime Metroid Prime Four. Like yeah. Metroid Prime Four was but, being developed by a different. Uh, oh, this is so yeah. such a side baseball. Right. But that was a while ago, it was, though. It was, well, even, they like even when, when it they got handed it over, over to Retro, they basically scrapped all of the stuff that they were yeah. working on them for and restarted it. On that's neither here nor there. That's just me being <laughs> sad about there not being any new Net- Metroid news for another year. Um, <laughs> well, there's always something during the directs that like everyone's hoping for. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all hoping for the Breath of the Wild two. I wasn't and, like information I'm glad a little they bit. Didn't what? Even, 
I no, I want them to spend however long they need on well, this. Yes. I, I don't yes. want them to talk about it. I don't want yes, them to build up people's hopes. Like no, totally. I just I just mean like in for me, I wanted to see more, but I agree with you though. I was definitely happy that they just said, "Hey, we need more time," and I yep. think they even did that with Metroid Prime Four. But that was just like a couple years ago now. Yes, it was it a couple years like, like <laughs> yeah. When they announced the change to retro was yep. when they said it. Yep. 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 But what they did announce, which I I think this is the first time that they've ever even mentioned it. I don't think this yeah, was I never ever, heard of it before. Yeah. When they introduced us to the new Square Enix project in the same team for, or at least in the same art style from Octopath Traveler. Which is the working title of Project <laughs> Triangle Strategy, which yeah, they have a just demo in case available. You didn't know what you're getting into. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a new tactics game from Square Enix. Yeah. And as someone who is a massive fan of the Final Fantasy Tactics series um, mm-hmm. and of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance as one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I was very excited to see a new tactics game from Square Enix, and uh, they had a demo available right uh, after the Nintendo Direct, which so is always I cool. Yeah, downloaded that, and it's I, I really like how they did it because I think for Octopath Traveler they had it like you start from the beginning, and then you were able I think to transfer yeah. over your uh, Octopath Traveler file once like the full yeah. game came out. Yep, but I kind of like how they did it in uh, uh, for Project Triangle strategy is they just have they put you into a what I think it says is like chapter seven. Oh, and they just have you play a middle like level and or a a battle and kind of go in with, you know, characters that, you know, you've probably been introduced to at that point when, like, they have their own dynamics and they have their own skills that they've learned at that point. So, and it even says, I think, that they've, like, ramped up the difficulty so that you have, like, they're like, oh, try out a variety of different strategies to, like, see, have, like, what works best for you Hmm. to, like, succeed. So, right off the bat, like, it's, you know, a, a lot more than just say a tutorial on like oh like how do how does a tactics like battle work right so uh, i'm so mad i didn't text you before this in the discord john because uh, i was gonna octopath traveler the demo because they did kind of a similar thing it got announced during like a nintendo direct or some kind of event and i played the demo well i tried to play the demo but it was like a 20 or 30 minute like you had to watch the whole opening of the game <laughs> basically and again cool that you could carry over but i was like i don't know that i'm for sure going to play right, this game right. so like i want to check it out and like i was like i i, I ha- there's too much to go through but i did not play a second of that demo because I just was like cutscene, 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 and it's too much. And, and I and wish I would have asked. Fair, I just assumed it was going to be more of the same. Uh, like it does start with a cutscene because it's you know like how probably the chapter starts. Like it has yeah. the like scene playing yeah, yeah. before the battle starts. So there is like you know this whole story that's happening. But I, I kind of you know I was reading enough to get a gist of what was happening but like once yeah. i got like the main points i was like all right i'm just gonna fast forward through this and actually <laughs> and actually li- like read it or listen or watch it when it comes out like, right you play it yeah, yeah yeah so i was able to like get the frame of reference know what the like uh strategy was for the uh, battle that was coming up and it, I don't, it, it was really enjoyable like I like 
what it's doing, but at the same time, like, you know, I have been hoping for a new tactics game and it, this is not going to be it. Like, Dang. this is like, and when you say a new tactics game, you mean like specifically like a new, like final fantasy tactics. Exactly. Yes. Right? The, yeah, this yeah. is not going to be like an, a complex job system where you're right. getting people, where you're trying to like get the skills and open up new jobs and open up and like try to build a, either a guild or a clan or whatever and trying to like build it to your liking like I, th- I think you're still going to be able to do that but that is very much more a scripted game kind of along the lines of octopath traveler mm-hmm. where each character has their own role and their own class and their own skills so like it's going to be a, I think a really immersive and good game in terms of like uh, variety and like different like strategies that you'll get. But I, th- I think it's going to be much closer to like, honestly, a fire emblem where right. like okay. each character has their own personality and their story. And that's more story focus it, as mm-hmm. opposed to like final fantasy tactics where you could have like, honestly like a more nameless characters mm-hmm. but like that was I don't know, part of the charm for me where like i would be like oh this is a randomly generated like character that i've kind of built this narrative around it's like oh yeah it's this yours this yeah. character is like an assassin or totally. like a hunter like you build it or like even just this character survived for so many missions like right. when all my other characters are dropping so like oh this, this guy's awesome even though it's like he's just a regular grunt <laughs> essentially <laughs> but but the, yeah, yeah this is definitely going to be more story focused and in that respect and like each individual character which also i'm going to be i'm going to like that's going to be fun and i'm going to really enjoy it but there's always going to be a part of me that's like ah, just Want another one of those Final Fantasy? You just need to scratch that itch. You got to scratch that itch. I'll just play Tactics Advance again. Yep. Yeah, but it does. I will say it does look beautiful. Like you posted yeah. a couple of clips, John, and there's like especially the water. Yep. And I, I'm sure it looked just as good. But especially like because Octopath, it still had that kind of diagonal camera view, but I feel like it wasn't so isometric. It was kind of like diagonal from like a straight on perspective. Yes. Where this is kind of like diagonal from like. The Northwest. Yeah, I guess no, it, I don't know how else to describe it, but like, there's like there's you, camera you get a controls. little more depth to mm. the to the strategy field. It looks cool, and because like with the different elevations, like it just seems like it comes. It's a little more noticeable to me than it was in Octopath, even though that was cool. Like that 3D kind of pixel art. Yeah, is part of like the appeal. But oh, yeah, it just looks really cool. And honestly, like man, I love Octopath Traveler. Like that is such a good square enix like rpg in my eyes like if i thought it was like a really really well made game and like i'm i'm pumped i i feel like it it's gonna be in good hands for even if it might not be the tactics game i want like i loved the way that uh octopath traveler kind of played on like the bravely default mechanics Mm -hmm. And I think that this is going to be a very good game uh, for me. Like, again, <laughs> nice. if you played Octopath Traveler like most people and didn't like it, like maybe this won't be up your alley. But I think that this is going to be scratching a specific John itch. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. it was nice to see Square get a little time during that Nintendo yeah. Direct, too. Like and especially them kind of shining some light on that PS1 era, like mm-hmm. on some 
lesser known titles like the Saga franchise yeah. and the uh, I think like Legend of Mana was it or yeah, one, one of the so, Mana yeah. games got announced and like th- those look pretty cool too. I'm I'm excited for those. Like again, maybe not a day one purchase for me, but. You know, it, it wasn't the most exciting. I know I'm always like, oh, man, what do people complain about the Nintendo Directs for? But, like, it wasn't the most exciting yeah. Nintendo Direct of all time, especially they kind of, like, hyped it up as being like, we haven't done one of these in a long time. But, like, yeah, you didn't really have anything huge to show us either. But yeah. at the same time, I'm not complaining. Yeah. So. But, uh, but Randall, I know you've been doing a little more modern retro gaming. Yeah, what have all you I been, do uh, these days. <laughs> I know, and I we're all about it, man. I, <laughs> I love this stuff. So, what what have you been uh, checking out lately? Uh, so this is this is uh, this is a pretty wild one. So I've been playing Paprium, which is how they pronounce it in the intro <laughs> screen. But I'm gonna call it Paprium because that's less obnoxious. Hey, you, you gotta love those announcers, though. <laughs> So this is a Sega Genesis game developed by Watermelon Games, who made Pure Solar, uh, for folks okay. that might know, circa boy about like ten years ago. It rings a bell. I can't, yeah, it doesn't. I don't. I can't picture it, but it rings a bell. Pure Solar was a Genesis uh, developed uh, Sega Genesis game made by Watermelon. Uh, that's RPG essentially, just like totally a 16-bit rpg they wanted to make another one of those they did it's really good uh has a lot of charm uh really good story i've actually still not beaten it but i did buy it back in the day because that's (laughs) what i do uh and it's it was really well made and it basically set up uh, a level of trust not just with me with but with a lot of people in this niche of folks that like to buy new games for their retro systems uh to build up a lot of trust with watermelon games um, and so, is this one that you picked up in cartridge form? Of like, course. do you ha- like was it released physically and everything? Absolutely, it was. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know it. I, I shouldn't even ask at this point, but <laughs> just, come on. Um, but so, so this they started really talking about Paprium. They didn't have that name at the time, but it it it's essentially a beat 'em up for Sega Genesis, because that was one of the biggest genres for the Sega Genesis. Think Streets of Rage series. Yeah. Think mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles, like countless beat-em-ups that uh, occurred is, you know, not only one of the biggest genres of the time, but especially big on the Genesis. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and I love playing those games with Tina, my wife. Um, so to see another one get announced by a development studio that I thought could get the most out of the Genesis in a modern context, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to back this. So some people back this as early as 2012. Ooh, 2012. Wow. This just released. I was going to say this is pretty new, it, right? Yeah. yeah. Like people didn't get cartridges in their hands until December of 2020. So Wow. <laughs> I Almost backed a decade. This in yeah, April 2017. So, <laughs> damn, um, it's almost like you forget about it at that point, you know? Well, yeah, <laughs> yes and no. Um, so, uh, people, the, there's a whole story that I can get into about how they've kind of lost trust. I, d- I don't want to hamper on them too much, but they lost trust over time by um, lack of communication around the development of this game. And there was issues Oof. with like PayPal freezing their payments. So that could have caused some issues with revenue for development of the game, like issue after issue. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Oof. Uh, it, to the point where a lot of people are like, well, I guess this is vaporware. That's what happens sometimes when you back stuff is you just don't get yeah. a product. Yeah. Um, 
And that's the way it seemed. Like there was an occasional email, like maybe once or twice a year, and then sometimes not. And then, you know, I'm like, okay. And I didn't just pre-order the game. I pre-ordered a couple of relatively expensive arcade sticks for Sega Genesis. Um, oh. Because I was excited. Uh, there, there really isn't a great arcade stick for the Sega Genesis up until this point. You'd have ones that were made by Sega, but they kind of had like the the taller American joysticks and everything was just kind of like, it was good enough if you were a kid playing like Mortal Kombat to kind of mash the buttons, but if you wanted precise input controls, this wasn't going to be it. They're a little flimsy, yeah. if, I, if I recall correctly. They I haven't are. played, I don't own one, but I remember like seeing them around. And to be fair, I doubt they sold for more than 50 bucks at the time, right? These weren't made, they're made right, to be right. affordable for folks. And like the Genesis is so well known for like actiony, arcadey titles that it's a perfect match for an arcade stick. So, oh yeah, for all the shmups on there, yeah. and beat em ups, and yeah. Yeah. So, like, all that being said, I was psyched about the arcade sticks almost as much as I was for the Genesis for that reason. So fast forward to this time, you know, you get some like false starts with uh, maybe this thing will come out. They did like this party for, for release that happened like two years ago. And then it was more (laughs) silence. It's nuts. It's nuts. There's all kinds of documentaries on YouTube about it. Um, yeah, but I've got the game now, all that to be said, and I've got the arcade sticks. Uh, so this game also had problems getting it going on my Genesis systems I have. It doesn't have full compatibility with every version of the Sega Genesis, unfortunately. Oh, no, because what are there? Like, even the official Genesis systems, there's three, right? Three different ones? I mean, yes. There's three like models. The, the Sega Sega manufactured systems. Three, three variants of Sega manufactured systems, the d- different Genesis models. But even within those, there were revisions of that model that play different okay. and sound different, right? So Ugh. only certain ones of those can play this game appropriately. Unfortunately, my Genesis Model 1 with the 32X and the Sega CD2 doesn't run it. It freezes, unfortunately. Uh. But my Mega SG from Analog does run it. I was going to say, I know you got that Analog yes. console. So that does run it, but only after changing a few settings and forcing it to boot a certain way. And even then, really, <laughs> even then, like some of the like font overlay stuff is garbled, but I could play the game. So that was fine. Um, so and they're, they're going to put out a patch apparently on the Mega SG to get it to play right. Uh, OK, OK. But it, it allowed that's, me that's to get at least a first impression of playing Paprium with the arcade stick. And in general, I did enjoy my time. Uh, the graphics are unreal on this thing. Like massive, highly colored, detailed sprites. It looks more like a Sega Saturn game than it does a Genesis game, I would hmm. say, to give you a frame. It's really eye-catching. Very yeah, much like so. when you you just mentioned the game and I looked it up real quick and was like, holy, this looks sweet. Like it's like yeah. the size like the sprites, like altered beast size sprites, yeah. but nowhere near that primitive. I mean, no. it looks like it looks so much or I think I'm thinking more of Golden Axe than Altered Beast, but Yeah. Yeah. Either or you can kind of swap them out They're They're like really primitive, but they're like those huge sprites where like this has that size, but like the polish of like the turtles games or whatever. Absolutely. And, and like a level of color and detail and the soundtrack, they're doing a lot with kind of extra tip chips in the cartridge to pull off more than the base Sega Genesis could do on its own, um, both graphically and soundtrack soundtrack wise. And it's pretty impressive that way. And the game itself is, is a fun beat em up. It's a little bit on the easy side on, on normal mode. I haven't completed it yet. I've only played the first 
handful of stages and it seems pretty long. Um, yeah, but it's two player. Uh, the like the combat is a little bit more detailed, like a little bit more like a fighting game kind of combat, kind of a la Streets of Rage Four. Not quite on that level. I think Streets of Rage Four is a better game. Um, yeah, I mean that's tops yeah. as far as beat 'em ups go. <laughs> yes, but still pretty impressive. And there's kind of unique enemy things where like uh, some of the enemy behavior where enemies will try to get behind you to like choke you while another one like beats on the front of you. Like there's things that you didn't really see as much in beat em ups of that time period that are a little bit more advanced that I appreciate as someone that's played a lot of these, um, a lot of cool environmental yeah. elements like electrified train tracks and certain stages and like little one-off things that there's a lot of like polish and detail that way that I always appreciate pretty fun boss fights. Um, there's kind of like a little magic bar stamina meter that like allows special attacks and you can refill those things. There's fun weapons to pick up just like there are in a lot of beat em ups. Sometimes you can pick up the enemies and use those as weapons. Like nice. Lots of cool things. There's also <laughs> the, the strobing effects can be a bit much, uh, lighting wise sometimes. So I'll throw that in there too, but, um, <laughs> uh, there's actually even the ability to update the cartridge. So we'll see if they, you know, improve compatibility or add anything else to this thing but they definitely added a lot of features that are pretty pretty unique and novel uh for a sega genesis release but i also want to spend the rest of the time talking about the arcade stick the grand stick i was just gonna ask how are those arcade sticks they're beautiful they're they're like i i'm actually kind of shocked at how well made they are um like and for those in the know, they use like a Sanwa uh, part for the arcade stick, which is like kind of top tier for for parts mm. quality. And it's got like a nice Japanese style clicky stick and um, Ooh, buttons. Yeah. And apparently if I had the right model Genesis, it would also do things like there's like a sound chip inside the arcade stick itself that talks with certain elements of paprium and like the button will light up if you have enough of the uh the magic bar for your special attacks to press so like little they're they're so good at those little elements like that that always are like i'm a sucker for so um i'll be playing more of it uh it's it's pretty cool it's not it's not perfect but i'm glad it released i'm (laughs) glad i own it um yeah you know it's definitely doing things that other beat-em-ups didn't do there's sometimes there's like eight enemies on screen so a lot of impressive technical things that way i would say um but yeah maybe more to come as i can actually play the full experience in a non-compromised way down the road we'll see Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. That's still just so cool. Like, I love that these developers are still like putting out true retro oh, games, yeah. like nothing against stuff like Shovel Knight or, the, you know, these games or even Cyber Shadow that we talked about recently yeah. that really go for that retro aesthetic. But like definitely, you know, expand things into widescreen and whatever these developers going for, like, we're sticking to like the limitations of this console. Yep. Or this platform, that's really cool. Yeah, and even this, like, this guy tries, I mean, they're breaking the rules a little bit with the extra chips, I guess, but they were doing some of that stuff even in during the day, so not that much. Exactly, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah. we'll see. I'm into it. All right, well, from one kind of modern retro game to another, mm-hmm. uh, I've been kind of bouncing kind of back and forth between, I guess, a modern retro and a true retro. Um, I've been playing with some Wild Guns, yes, sir. some on the like kind of Super Nintendo service on the Switch Online with my brother, 
of like the actual Super Nintendo release, but I've also been playing on my own some uh, Wild Guns Reloaded. Yeah, uh, which for the longest time I was like when I when I was playing this, I was like, I'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast. Same. Before, and then <laughs> looked it up, and we were like, Yeah, I guess not. Like we, I think we mentioned it when Randall talked about Ninja Warriors before. Yeah. Or Ninja Saviors. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but that was like another game from Natsume. Natsume. That's that's correct. Yeah. And it's like arcade style, like pure arcade style. But they really did a great job, like we talked about before, with Ninja Saviors, like of yeah. modernizing that game. Yeah, that game's so good. And it's so no different here with Wild Guns. Yeah, yes. I, need, I need to get my hands on Ninja Saviors. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, I love that game. It, it looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they kind of gave the same treatment to Wild Guns, which is up until like. The, recently pretty much i mean it was a pretty rare super nintendo cartridge yeah, very expensive um, I, I believe it was an arcade game as well if i'm not mistaken but like the super nintendo cartridge was 150 200 bucks oh, yeah. i kind of just assumed like okay that's just a super nintendo game i'm never gonna play <laughs> but thankfully they added it to the super nintendo online service on the switch and then they also i think even before that they had the wild guns reloaded mm-hmm. which again is like the, it's a remake of the game but it does add i believe a few new levels i know it for sure adds a couple new characters yep. widescreen um, and up to four players instead of two players yep. um with those two extra uh, added characters and, like you said, Randall widescreen. Mm-hmm. So there's a little less scrolling going on. There's still a little bit of that, but not too much. But this is like, a, I don't know, it's a super unique game, to yeah. be honest, on, on both fronts, whether you're playing the, the kind of updated version or not. It's like a gallery shooter, yep. but also... Like, it's almost like if you're playing a light gun shooter, gallery shooter, I guess those are one and the same, sort of. But you're also sort in control of, of a character... Right that is on the screen that like you have to avoid the bullets you have to kind of jump your character has a double jump a kind of dodge roll that only works like when you're firing it's the same as the jump button but if you're firing you kind of do like a a dodge to the side you can pick up bombs there's a bunch of different weapons um i don't know i've just been having a ton of fun with this game i haven't gotten that far in reloaded yeah. but that's what i've been spending my time on uh as far as my single player time but my brother and i are actually to the best of my knowledge we're on the last level of uh the super nintendo version and again that's i mean so we're cool. using the save states and everything but it is a tough game but yeah. it really really captures that arcade feel yeah. like even again on the super nintendo version like not even the updated version like it really like like more than almost any other game that I can think of on the Super Nintendo, it really captures like, like again, I never played this in the arcade, or I, I don't, don't even know hundred percent for sure if it is an arcade I game. I think it but was it, only Super Nintendo. It, yeah, it, you, I, I'm I'm almost positive you're right, but it truly feels like an arcade. Oh yeah, game. like it. I mean it. It just has that like tactile immediacy to the the action. I I don't know. It's just so. It's so good. I, I've really loved both versions of this game. Yep. Again, it, it certainly helps to be playing with a buddy, yep. uh, both to get further into the game. As I, I don't think I've even beaten the second level on uh, playing solo on Reloaded. But Same. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I just I, I love this game. Um, and, and I'm kind of torn between the two because the, the switch I can play online with my brother, the reloaded, even though it's updated, it doesn't have online. I know play, but it does have, it's got online leaderboards and stuff. So it's kind of like both versions are worth checking out, I guess. 
I agree with that. And I, I play more of the, I've played more of Reloaded. Um, and yeah. it's another game. I, I, I guess I'm an arcade stick guy now. Maybe I always was. Oh, uh, like, no, that would be awesome with the arcade it stick. It is though. awesome with the arcade <laughs> stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the Switch arcade stick that I got for Christmas a couple of years ago, the, the, the Hori one. And it's perfect for playing Wild Guns Reloaded. I actually haven't booted up wild guns on the snes online yet but yeah playing reloaded with it i'm like oh this feels good and i i felt like i was playing a little bit better with just that level of control too but yeah man it's hard just playing a normal it's mode so Jeez. hard this game is hard Jeez. yeah and and it even default like normal i think on uh reloaded it defaults to easy it did. i'm like oh let me let me bump it up to normal because yeah. there's a few like harder modes that you can unlock i'm yep. like oh normal's fine yep no, it's not. Nope. It's fucking impossible. It's it, this game is like you got to be ready to get your teeth kicked in. But it's like yep. the the level fun. of detail. It's it's super fun. Yeah, and the level of detail is incredible. Again, yes. not just in the remake. Like it's like you know when like some of the levels are like maybe a little bit more of like tighter quarters, and there's all these like money bags yep. around. But like. You like as you shoot stuff, you'll start to see like it's not exactly where you shot, but like, oh, now there's some bullet holes in that yeah. like bag of money or now like you shot the bottles behind the bar and now they exploded and there's just some shattered glass back there. Like the attention to detail yep. in this game is just like, I don't know, like if I just feel like if you were to look at it at first glance, if you were just kind of like, oh, let me find some like off the off the beaten path Super Nintendo games, you might think, oh, this kind of looks like uh What's that Konami um, side-scrolling game? Sunset Riders. Sunset Riders, and and not a bad, game, a great game to be honest, and another yes. really Sunset fucking Riders hard is game. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I think you and I tried to beat that yes. one a couple times, Randall, <laughs> and never hard. could fully pull it off. That game <laughs> yeah. is so hard. Yes, but like if if you were to just look at like a screenshot of this game, you might think, oh, it's another game like that, but it's it plays so differently. Yep. I think it's just like a really unique experience. Yep. Um, that holds up on, on the modern and retro front. Cowboys have a pretty good track record in video games, really, when you think about it. It's not too bad. They really way. do, yeah. <laughs> Cowboys, and this is kind of Cowboys and Aliens before uh, yeah. before uh, Daniel Craig got in there. <laughs> so <laughs> It's good oh, stuff, man. though. I love shooting yeah. stuff in the background, kind of like you're saying. Like, those elements of extra detail where, like, there's, like, a like a water tank or something, and, like, it flashes when I shot in that direction. Ooh, that's something that I can destroy. Oh, you know, there's a power-up inside of it. That's yes. awesome. Love that stuff. Yes. And, it's again, the new characters really kind of throw some new, yeah. some new like, not wrenches into the mix, but, like, they, they throw some new gameplay mechanics into the mix. So it's super cool. One's a dachshund with a drone. Like that's like yes. you literally play as a wiener dog and a drone that shoots at things. It's a good time. It's a yeah, good time. that's my favorite character. Yeah. It's kind of plays a little bit like the Huntress in Risk of Rain too. Like it's got oh. a little bit of that like auto aim a little bit. Yeah. Like you just have to kind of aim a little bit, and then it kind of has like this diamond reticle mm-hmm. that pops up that's a little bit larger, and it'll kind of auto aim at anything within that diamond. So, oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I just say, yeah, me and my brother will beat this game. I'll maybe give an update if there's anything worth updating. But nice. Wild Guns, whether you're a retro or modern retro fan, I would say this one's worth checking out. Agreed. Yeah, but uh, to close things out tonight, I know John's been playing the most recent uh, or the yeah, the most recent update of Stardew Valley, which we haven't really ever. I know we've I'm sure we've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I don't think we've ever had like yeah. a full blown yeah. discussion 
Um, but yeah, you've been playing, I think it's the 1.5 update, if I'm not mistaken, which just released on consoles relatively recently. Yeah. And I, so I've been playing Stardew Valley for years at this point. I don't know exactly when I, uh, (laughs) whenever it got released on switch was when I first started playing it. Um, and man, I, I got sucked into that game when I first started playing it. I think I, my file, my first file had like 150 hours in it, maybe. Nice. Um, but I had one of my good friends who, uh, like former roommate, uh, we always had kind of talked about starting a multiplayer farm once that started, uh, being released on Steam and other platforms. But it wasn't until, uh, I think this past weekend that, you know, we, our schedules aligned and we were just like, you know what? Let's, uh, let's start, let's start a new farm together. Nice. And man, there's from scratch it's from scratch. And nice. there is so much more stuff than when I stopped playing it years ago. Like, nice. Like I am amazed at how much like concerned ape, which is just the one dude. Yeah. Like has just put himself into like continuously like making little tweaks like performance enhancements and also just additional content there's so much new stuff in this game that i had an entirely like satisfied 150 hours put in before any of this stuff got put in (sighs) that's amazing like uh it, and, and like still felt inspired to go back to it i mean that's that for me at least that's nuts oh yeah and like so we played like uh, an entire day together we were just like play like and uh, like real time day not, oh okay not, i was gonna say it's no. like 20 minutes yeah, yeah. we yeah we played <laughs> on like in-game day no we played at least a season if not two together oh wow and, like, that's great it, it was so f- like it's the multiplayer in Stardew Valley is really satisfying. Like, uh, Randall, have you played Stardew Valley at all? No, not really. No, like because now with the update, there's local multiplayer, mm. and I like I know that you know we've talked about Animal Crossing mm-hmm. and how like that's a game that like you and Tina like played together. Oh yeah, like. If you are at all interested in kind of like a like kind of low pressure management sim where you like there is a, a new farm. Well, it may not be new for this most recent update, but there is a farm that is specifically built towards like multiplayer uh, setup where like each like there it's broken up into four quadrants and it's super easy for you know to have each person has their own like farmhouse that they can decorate and do one person will host it but i think with local multiplayer like it has a split screen mode okay and yeah i i'm would be really interested to see if like how like if that's a game that you i i i I really enjoyed playing it, and it was playing it with someone who, like me, has put hundreds of hours into yeah. the game. <laughs> so, like, yeah. we knew right from the be- get-go, like, I was like, all right, I'm going to focus on fishing. I'm going to go through that skill tree. Like, you do yours. And, like, we would we were talking to each other, and we would be like, 
he's like, oh, God, I'm trying to get this, like, one quest on, like, killing five crabs in the mines, and I can't find the fifth one. And I'm like, don't worry, like, I'm, I'm watering all of our plants. Like, I'm taking care of our farm. You can stay like, in the mines. Keep... Yeah. So, That's yeah. great. Uh, it, it's a really good... Man, but like even we should all try to start a farm together or something. A little pursuing pixels. I would be uh, I'm willing to, see to do like it. How like because you can do up to like four players. I think it's up to four. Yeah. Oh, wow. And like even with two, like man, it's it's a good progression loop. But like as soon as like I logged off, I was like, ah, I gotta start my own new farm. Like start. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Even what about like I didn't even think about this, but like because I don't even when I've I, when we've talked about Stardew Valley in the past, I just talk about how I avoid all the relationship stuff mm-hmm. and I just kind of go straight to the farming and min maxing things and whatnot. But what if you're competing for relationships Ooh. with the the person <laughs> you're playing with? Yeah, like you know, know you're uh, talking to people. It's all the same people in town. <laughs> But uh, that is interesting. <laughs> that's a whole nother layer there. Uh, uh, I know that you can marry the other player as well. Oh, uh, like that is a, a mechanic that they have in- introduced. But like, that's pretty cool. Uh, like, I, uh, yeah, I, I started a new single player like file. Like, even though I've got a like post game, quote unquote, what is really post game in this, yeah, like file. Like, I've I've started over. I'm almost like I even told myself is like, you know what? I'm gonna take this playthrough like easy. I'm not gonna like try to you know do everything. Like, I'm just gonna like relax and do this. And then of course I'm like, no, I'm gonna see if I can finish the community center in year one. Like, <laughs> Once I've you got... start, you just have to. Yeah, you just have to. It's like Pringles. Oh, dude, you just have to keep going. It's. Uh, I've not played like honestly when we like we're talking forager that is kind of that same like just the mechanics of the game are so satisfying that like you kind of get a dopamine like cycle going of just like doing everything over and over again like it's hard yeah. to break out of that loop just because like it's constant well, cause you can Jeez. it's because you can like just slow it's like the slightest but the most rewarding like incremental mm-hmm. like i can do a little bit more today or i can do a lot like just i'm building my farm a little bit more and again if you're somebody who's sunk a lot of time into stardew valley they added that beach farm mm-hmm. as well to this pat which is, i believe is like a hard mode per se like all of the soil is sand oh, boy. to the best of my knowledge so you can't use any of the sprinklers you have to actually like hand water everything yeah which is no um which is yeah that's not even fun like come on (laughs) i'm trying to min max this game (laughs) how am i gonna min max when i'm watering my crops but maybe if you're playing multiplayer i could see that maybe being fun and like you know throwing a little chaos into the mix um but i'm down to try just a just an incredibly satisfying game and i will probably be playing it all throughout next week and then the week after that and i, I can't uh, see myself up. breaking out <laughs> we gotta sync up for sure then uh not to put any pressure on any of us oh, but yeah we awesome. should we should definitely try to sync up on this one yeah well uh i think we can pretty much call it a week uh there guys if you guys are feeling good and uh as always you can find us on the internet at pursuingpixels.com we got a nice convenient link tree where you can find all our goodies 
But uh, other than that, we're on Twitch, uh, we're on YouTube, we're on Discord. We got a nice little community growing over there, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, you can find us on the internet. And until then, we'll catch you next week. Take care. Bye bye. See ya. Did we want to do? I, f- I forget. Was it Nintendo Direct first and yeah. then end? Yeah. Like wrap it up with the project uh yeah what is it project triangle strategy is the name right yep okay (laughs) jesus the unofficial title that you know it's just gonna end up being called triangle Triangle strategy tactics or something yeah yeah (sighs) i bet it'll be called like they'll throw tactics in there so try strategy we'll take the angle i kind of like i kind of like uh tactopath traveler i kind of i know they're not gonna go with it but yeah Triangle like strategy, it. end of the first age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what were the three things? It was like morality. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, I didn't catch it. It was real bad. It was incredible. Yeah, it, it was cheese to the max. It was for sure. not. It was it wasn't even cheese. It was just like, we know, this isn't good. We know what to expect by this point. Yeah, from Nintendo. Yeah. No, it's Square. Square. It's oh, that's true. But it, but in a Nintendo deal. Direct, you know, it's like yeah. gonna even. It's going to be even cheesier. God, the fucking greatest moment of that trailer was like, yes, the 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 two elements, salt and iron, and then when they fought <laughs> over it, it was the salt iron mm. war. And I'm like, I died laughing. Couldn't put I any less laughing. effort. Like that uh. was. It's like if, if you're gonna call it hmm. that, then you don't need the backstory. Like yes, you, you just, get it. it's if it's very self evident. Iron Wars, you, that's all you need to say. That's Unity, bad. morality, and liberty. Like, oh my what god, f- and justice for all. Give yeah. me a fucking break. Unity. What the fuck does that mean? Like, anyway, let's holding go. hands, man. Let's start.